Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. How are we doing, gents? We good? Yeah, very yeah, well. I hope everybody's well at home. Third episode. Relaxed fit t-shirt, John. Never a what? A relaxed fit. I rarely see yeah, I've not seen see that one them before. Probably two small jumpers that you wear. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that funny, Chris? <laughs> I think it's funny because it's true, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which two we on? Which two jumpers we on about? There's one, I don't know what make it is. <laughs> What's that? There's that diesel one. Diesel. That comes out quite often. Yeah. We one beginning with a B. Barbara. It's a belter. Oh, you're getting yeah. rolled, are you, prick? <laughs> 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 it's an absolute belter. Well, it's a great jumper. I know what? That's not my point. I'm just saying it's unusual to see you in. You know what? This is usually a something that fits. <laughs> it's uh it's uh have you planned this, have you lad? No, absolutely uh, not. Fucking wank <laughs> Uh it's, it's usually under under I usually have it under, it's under, usually me, under I usually have it under that's why my jumpers look tight because this is a thick t shirt. Uh yeah, it's usually an under thing, but I, I can't be asked putting it else at a late night. Had a late night and an early morning, so I was just chucked out on. We all good. Yeah, yeah. At, um, the home of football today. Yeah, the uh, Keep Mort. Is it still mm. called the Keep Mort? I don't, think, it, I don't uh, think it is. You broke a is few hearts out no. in them seats out there, aren't you? Yeah, I broke a few. He probably broke a few <laughs> seats. He <laughs> <laughs> probably broke a few in, in the offices <laughs> and all. <laughs> oh, sorry, <a> <laughs> oh, oh, not like it when it's coming back at you, do you? Hey, yeah, the chefs. Oh, we went to Oldham, didn't we? Uh, midweek. See the. It was last Saturday. The Chesurrection. Uh, unfortunately, it was his first defeat, weren't it? Mm. I enjoyed it, though. It hampered. Yeah. It stalled, should we say. I felt old. I felt yeah. <laughs> last time I felt that old, I, I went out on a student though. night. It, it were bouncing. If anybody not seen the video, the the, uh, the ground were bouncing, weren't yeah, it? Yeah, the they drummer. Do, they Every do, ground they've got a like European in. feel, aren't they, where mm. they're trying to... I mean, they were Athletical. average age of 17, 16, even. They were all having a good time, though, weren't oh, they? Oh, right. right involved, oh, didn't we? Yeah. But I'll tell you I what. I you did. You were just face the front with a bad neck. Who, oh, Ronnie Moore in front of us? He's <laughs> still a bit sore now. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's getting better, just in case anyone's concerned. Thanks for your concern, lads. <laughs> yeah, next week, though, huh? 
yeah. in the Newcastle end. Yeah, we're going on the bus, aren't we? We're going mm. on the Fez's bus. Andy Farrell sorted the um, so with the Newcastle luxury, fans luxury travel in the Newcastle fans heading to Goodison. They took three and a half thousand to Southampton last night on a Thursday. I tell you what, by the way, that could be like defining for Newcastle season staying up, and could put Everton right in the shit. Yeah, mm. They're on the ropes, aren't they? Not half. So the the um, um, like flying, aren't they, Newcastle? They've turned it around. I don't think it's the the the, the money and the signings as such yeah. because they're not. The new lad the played last night, the main new signing. Mm. But a lot of the games. What the centre half? Who scored his first goal last night and the and Burn? Who was the main man who they signed then? Gamerez. No, scored right. last night, but he hasn't been playing. He's just come on. Is it? He's selling man. a few more tickets now. Chelsea are going under as well, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, by the way, oh, what about this last night though? Right. So do you know, obviously they can't sell shit match days and tickets that are not already sold, right? If you've got thirty nine billion, which I think I read that Abramovich has got, is he really that ass that a million pound is missing out on a million pound a match day? Really? But I suppose for keeping the club ticket, well, all them wages have got to pay. I know, but he's got thirty-nine billion pound, Chris. So a million pound on match days for. But he can't do anything. He can't pay the wages and often the, the the money's got to rotate. What do you mean he club. can't pay the wages? I've well, seen some of that they could go bust in months. So he's uh, like Tuchel on Dole. I've not been watching the news, Bowser. Eh? You've not been watching the news. Oh, cheap. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I was busy yesterday, weren't I? It came out yesterday, did it? Sponsors are pulling out. So, yeah. so, what, you're, so Rudiger's playing for free at minute. Is that right? It'll be th- th- all the players will probably leave on a free. It's on about Rudy, Rudiger going to Liverpool and that. All oh, right, it's quite big then, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> Rest in peace, Chelsea. Has he got enough? Has he? Has Benvich got that much pull with Putin? Apparently, he has. Do you know what I mean? It's like t- r- Vladimir. Fucking Rudiger's kicking off down here. He's on the back of Liverpool. Get the troops out. Get them out. Get them out. Reverse. Reverse. Last thing I want to do is leave Rudiger on a fucking free to Liverpool. But yeah, I don't know what's going to go on. Mm. Oh, they're in the shit, Johnny boy. I, I thought it was just that they couldn't uh, t- take any more money in. Nick Roman's going to be dropping at the training ground with a big bag full of fucking <laughs> 600 grand. Be. Tell you what, by the way, do you know, do you know before this happened, the Chelsea fans will have been like, Oh, it's fucking tragic what's happened over there. Tragic. And then now they think, fucking hell, fire. What the. D- eh? Fuck, it's not to do with us. Not to do with Chelsea Football Club. Fucking, what, what are they doing? I, saw, I see the Liverpool fans were getting involved with Zuma as well. <laughs> Cats Lives Matter flying over. No way. Flying over but for a plane. Cats Lives Matter flying over Anfield. Did you not see the one who'd done unbelievable artwork? It was about that big, just a cat's head in the stand. <laughs> I don't know how he got it in there. Well, I say you couldn't get no a one. fucking turnip in, could you, at Villa? He must have made it while he was in there. Took his, what, took his paint pot? Pencil case in or something. <laughs> his pencil case. Like one of them artists on holiday. Get that easel over here. Like one of them artists on holiday where you go and sit and put kids in. Carac- caricature. It's on for 10 minutes while you were just sitting and having a drink at Pub Across Road. I'm going to find the picture. Sit still. Sit still, young man. <laughs> sit still. <laughs> Night nah, shit, that. And he always signs his name at bottom corner, doesn't he? Rodrigo, <laughs> 98. Rodrigo, 2005. Yes, yeah, so we'll have the Newcastle video up on uh, this weekend. If you fancy, mm. have a subscribe on YouTube as well. Have could we do with a, a few more. Yeah, we could do with a few more. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you don't watch out, just subscribe. Eh? Yeah. Give yeah. them a like. And we'll that. get a few more games in this year before end of the well, season. Well, here's one for you. 
I'm hoping to get us tickets if they get through for the Rangers away fixture wherever they're playing. Yeah, you were hoping to get tickets for this one. I could have got tickets. Yeah. I've got tickets, lads. We're going, we're going to Serbia. We're going to Serbia. When is it? Thursday. Are we <laughs> getting... I didn't even know it was next Thursday. <laughs> is it? Oh, is it? Are we getting there, John? Oh, we'll get some flights. Have you, look, have you had a look how, how long it takes to get to Serbia? Yeah, no. We've got a flight here, 200 quid, 29 hours. <laughs> That's what you've got to put his bodies through, lads, <laughs> for the course. Somebody did message on Twitter saying that they've got contacts at uh, Dortmund and they couldn't. We're getting the wall? In, yeah. But we're going tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Nip home and get your passport, we're going tonight. What a game tomorrow. So that'll be a good one. So, yes, I'm hoping that I've had a look at the other teams in the league and there's only one. <laughs> that I won't want to go to it's Russia <laughs> but I think they've been kicked out yeah I they have so. yeah. Yeah, yeah have a look where they are on map before you get tickets well there's Barcelona I'll tell you I'll tell you after because it takes long but I think there's Barcelona in it still uh, Rene, Rennes Rennes so that's France that's easy to get to <laughs> yeah. can, good if you've got heartburn we can, <laughs> we can swim if need be uh, West Ham Sevilla yeah so West Ham are, they're, they're losing I think anyway but Sevilla, Spain, we can get there. Yeah. So it's not going to be a 29-hour flight, that's what I'm no. saying. I think it's only about five hours but to Serbia, but I think at such, such short notice, I think we have basically do a lap at Earth <laughs> if we get there. We've got the quiz Friday as well, so it was impossible. Mm. Oh, we could have done so it all. do the quiz. Quiz the Do it all Yeah, yeah. we could have stopped before. Oh, yeah, we've got quiz on Friday as well, John. Oh, bollocks. So we've got quiz, so we've got... Newcastle Everton on the Thursday night. We've got the quiz Friday. Yes. So live on YouTube on Friday night, half oh, past God. seven. Busy week. Pushed off our feet. Patreon tier two draw as well. Yeah, it's going to be big. Mm. In fact, I, got, I kind of I spoke to somebody the other day. And it might have been a taxi driver, and he said it's fucking scandalous that you've not had a draw. Fucking bloody next two quiz. What's this pause? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We've, we've got a we've got a barber and a diesel jumper going in that drawer as well, and an oversized baggy black t-shirt if you want it, signed in a silver pen. <laughs> no, it is scandalous that we've not done it, so it's going to yeah. be a really good draw. We've been piss poor on that man. Yeah, yeah. Um, four tickets for Thursday night away at Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> Make your own way there. We can't provide flights the flights. We can't provide the flights. We've got your four tickets away at fucking Serbia, whoever it is. <laughs> it's up to you if you can't make it. We've, we've tried our best. <laughs> so, should we get should we get Jamie in then? Yeah, yeah, we'll get him in again. Yeah, get him in. Part two, Jamie Ireland. trying to think this going back to Billy White uh, somebody that was of that ilk and it was only Kevin Ball that I can think of yeah somebody that you look at and go he'd win you know when you're saying about winning a battle before the games even kicked off yeah yeah. he's the only one that I think people are going to be shit scared of him yeah I mean like, like listening really to John Beresford's about Bally when, when they had that scrap in, in Spain and everything and all like that they, they'd Parallels. be they'd be the ones who you'd like I mean I think Billy because he was a centre forward as well, and he, he weren't the most mobile. I mean, what did they call him? Tight shirt, white hurst, didn't they? Because his shirt used to be like the tightest <laughs> thing. He, he'd do it, but ball, he could, were mobile and could get round and kill you, couldn't he? Um, but yeah, you had them. We had a lot of them, though, on our side. We had like, we had Vinny, 
We had Brian Gale who came, who were like, wow, man mounted at bike who you messed about where they just kill you. And they all then you see as well, if there were any trouble in tunnel, fucking we, they'd be all in. They'd be everything go off. Can you remember any any examples? Well, yeah, I mean, we played um I, I remember playing Burnley in Cup. We 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 were two 0 down and we drew two all. And Adrian Heath, for some reason Harry hated Adrian Heath. He said, fucking every time Adrian Heath gets it, fucking kill him. Like, <laughs> so he did. Every time Adrian Heath got it, they were, he got absolutely smashed. And, and like, he got smashed up and he got up and he went to fight with Adrian Littlejohn. There were 10 Sheffield United players getting punches in. They'd run from all over, play. <laughs> <laughs> And I think they were actually really little and all, by oh, the way. Oh, yeah, poor they? old Inchy, yeah. I mean, he finished up being my manager. He got absolutely battered. Like, but they were all in. And, like, as it turned out, I don't know if Inchy got a red card or he, Adrian Little, John. I think they both got sent off. And Inchy's like, how the fuck have I got sent off? <laughs> but the, the worst one was um, we played Sheffield Wednesday, Sunday afternoon, live at Bramall Lane. It's on Sky. So Harry's got us in early. I've done my bar work, obviously. Made sure my five P's are there and my ten P's. Come down. And this is now a good, what, hour and a half, two hours before kickoff. But Harry's winding Carl Bradshaw up about Carlton Palmer, saying, listen, you've got to be in him. You've got to be in him all, all time, ratting him, doing this, doing that. Brad's just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where do I, where do I, like this sort of thing. Coil spring. Oh, like you've never known coil spring. So next thing, we're all sat in dressing room. Sheffield Wednesday have like arrived an hour and a half before. And we're watching it on Sky Things. And commentators go, oh, and there's a bit of a trouble there. There's something going on. I don't know if it's a fan or whatever. Oh, no. It's Carl Bradshaw. He's run that fucking thing, waiting for them to go off coach. And he's straight in Carl Palmer's face. <laughs> Come on, I'm having you now. Come on. Swinging at him and everything. Harry's gone. No, no, no. You're not giving it. It's off pitch. And he's trying to scrap with Carlton as soon as he's got off coach. Like, no, no, no. Come back, dog. come back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're watching it on telly. Dressing all and Sheffield Wednesday have arrived here today. And, oh, there's a bit of a commotion. <laughs> and Brad's is in the middle of Carlton Palmer wanting to scrap with him. No, come back, come back. <laughs> but he got on his own? Oh, yeah, just run up. Just run straight at it, tunnel. Straight up to where they come into the thing. And he's, come on, and fucking ready to scrap him. <laughs> the cattle's like, what the fuck? Yeah, he's <laughs> like, what the fuck? You just let us get out of pitch, can you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're like, you know, we obviously Vinny and, uh, and Billy was. Harry, uh, Harry Bassett scared of him? No, no, no. The... So no, they weren't scared. No, they were a massive respect. As much as Harry, we did attack. They did attack him, and they did all that. They were massive respect for Harry. Massive respect. So he weren't scared. In like, <laughs> it's bad though because when you're talking about him coming off this boat with one shot. Oh yeah, on, yeah, yeah. yeah. You think that sound like there's much respect? Oh no, but once once it will work, once it were matches and all like that, yeah. it were a different thing. I know, I know that sounds like it, but Harry were Harry could switch it. From being one at lads to be like that, yeah. to as soon as a match day, he went manager and you knew then, I don't want to let him down. You know, I'm playing for this bloke. Yeah. We'll run through a brick wall, which is reason he did so well because everybody like respected and wanted mm -hmm. to do well for him. So no, they were, they, he weren't scared of him. He weren't scared of him. Was he, he the best he played He never under? dropped him. <laughs> <laughs> Was he the best he played under? Oh, Harry. He, he was for that, for team, for team spirit and building a team of odd bods and and 
stuff like that, you know, people who he's given a chance to and others who, you know, uh, have, have done well in game, but I'll bring you to Sheffield United. Mm -hmm. He was fantastic at that. He, he weren't best cal he weren't best tactically and in fact at times you couldn't understand a word he said so he talked too fast <laughs> honestly you know, in that respect in that respect he used to say he was he was brilliant was time Jim uh, the best team talk he ever did was at Wembley for FA Cup semi-final and we'd signed Jim Layton uh, as a reserve goalkeeper what a lovely man Jim was uh, well he's fantastic bloke and we, we'd gone down week before stayed at Sotwell House and we treated it like we we're in FA Cup final. We went to two shows. Honestly, honestly, we're brilliant. And um, morning at game, he's, um, he's, he's got us all in this room, Harry. And uh, he's gone, right, massive day today. Massive day. FA Cup semi-final. He's playing Sheffield Wednesday. You know, can you imagine winning this and playing in a cup final and blah, blah, blah. And how many of you played at Wembley and lads are like that. He went, we've got people like Jim Layton in the room. You know, Jim, Scottish international, played for Manchester United, played for Aberdeen. How many times have you played at Wembley, Jim? Uh, Jim? And he went something like, I think about 10 times. 10 times he's played at Wembley. 10 times. How many times have you won at Wembley, Jim? Never. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky Jim's here. That's what he were then from Lucky Jim. Oh, you were brilliant. Like you built it. How many times have you played? No, never won. Some lucky ground for me. But yeah, great bloke. And then when when he left, that's what I say. Harry, his talks. I mean, you've played in that respect. Harry used to say in that respect. In that respect, we'll, we'll go forward. In that respect, we'll do this. In that in respect. And Jim used to count them up in a meeting. And he'd like, look across at me, 13. 13 <laughs> so when he left, he did a brilliant letter. He, he moved back up, like obviously he'd only come on loan. And he did this letter to all lads and, and great thanks for that. But in each sentence, he put, in that respect, he was fantastic. <laughs> in that respect, he was. And like, Harry's read it, it never even clicked. It's <laughs> taking piss out of you there, Harry. Like, like. We used to have that with Al. Alan Irvine. Yeah. I think Killer spoke about it, didn't he? Yeah. Time after time. Time after time. Five or six times in a meeting. Honestly. And the lads, you know what the lads nudging yeah, each other. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> shoulders are going. Time after time after time. After time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in that respect. You know, lads, in that respect. <laughs> in that respect. Was there something about having a, a drugs test at Liverpool? Somebody mentioned. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, um, that was my first ever, that was my debut for Sheffield United. Right. So we've played Liverpool. Obviously, I've just, Time from Berry, where I'm playing against like dog and duck every week, and suddenly I'm playing against league champions Liverpool. So after the game, um, it's red hot, it's red hot. They've pulled me out for drugs test. So I'm like, fuck you know. So I've gone into this room. There's John Barnes and Ian Rush there. So I'm going to struggle to piss anyhow because the thing. And then I'm thinking, wow. John Barnes and Ian Rush. I've had to stand at the side of them having a piss like thinking, oh my God. <laughs> did you have a look? Oh, I did. John Barnes, very good. Yeah. <laughs> European champion. <laughs> I, I met them both yesterday. I did a dinner with him yesterday. And I, I was nervous myself. Yeah. But oh, I honestly, had to piss in front of them. It was, it were like, it, it were brilliant. It were brilliant day to make your debt like against Liverpool as well. Um, but then when you're in a room and what can you say? Good season last season, lads. 
And if they said, yeah, yeah, about yours, yeah, we had a good, we had a good point at Scunthorpe. And we, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> managed to stay up last match at season. Yeah, got a good point at Cambridge. Yeah, won at Cambridge. Yeah, good. Are we yours? Yeah, yeah, we beat, uh, we beat Bruges in European Cup final. Then, then Real Madrid in Super Cup. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, good, good, good. But personally, yeah. I bet that was like, a, like you'd really arrive. You know, you'd sign for your, your yeah, your what? No, it was. Club. You're, it was. Yeah. You're in the, well, Premier yeah. League or cusp of Premier League is as it's going to be, and then you're in the to, you're in the room with the big boys. To be fair, yeah, in literally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I shouldn't I I should have never played in that. I'd, it's one of them where you, you you look back now, and I nearly lost. I know it sounds a bit dramatic. I nearly lost my leg because we played in Sheffield Steel City Cup week before we played Sheffield Wednesday, so I'd played in it, and I'd clash shins with Carlton Palmer. And I thought, oh, nothing of it. And then on Monday, Harry named team for, for the Liverpool game. And believe it or not, he put, put me right wing because like Simon Tracy used to bang it and we used to edit in from there. So I thought, oh, I'm pl brilliant playing. And I looked at my shin, I thought, mm, that's not too good. Like right at bottom. And as week went on, it, it were like, not good at all. It were in red and all sorts and bit of pus liking it and I thought no I'll be alright just put shin pad over it and all like that played against Liverpool did alright managed to managed to uh, get through match not a problem then we had Derby on the Tuesday night so I've had my drugs test coming for training Sunday at uh, this stage I'm like I'm, I've signed for Sheffield United so I want to play so it doesn't matter what's happening it's gone green I'm looking at it it's, got, it's actually gone green and it's like come up size of probably uh, a two pound coin then and I'm thinking, don't look good that, but I've not shown it friendship physio or anything. We've played at Derby and first half, we're just obli I was just oblivious to anything. I'm sweating and everything. So I've come off at half time and Harry's like, what the fuck are you fucking hell? Get, you, you've got to come off if you're going to play. I said, Harry, I don't feel too good and everything. I said, Frenchie, can you just have a look at this? And I've pulled me sock down and he's going, fucking hell. And he went, get the doc in, get the doc quick. And the doctor's come in and he went, get him to hospital now. And it had turned Septic. into an abscess. Oh. I'd got an abscess on my thing. It'd gone septic and everything. So they've rushed me to Sheffield, Allamshire, and they've cut it out. They've had to cut it out, like go inches deep to cut all poison out of my leg. Or else if it had gone on another couple of days, I might have lost my leg. Just because I wanted to play against yeah. like Liverpool and then Derby <laughs> match. So that actually put me back a little bit. But yeah, I mean, when you think back, oh yeah, you know, play with injuries. I played with one where I could have fucking never played again. <laughs> but you just think, well, I, I want to play. So that, that, that was, yeah, I've, I've got a nice little scar from that. But uh, yeah, one of them, one of them daft things, what you do, but I just wanted to make my debut. Was that your best spell at Sheffield? Um, best in terms of, of experience. Yeah, what we did and who you played against and some at cup runs and stuff like that were fantastic. Yeah. Um, obviously, Barry was. Brilliant, because that got me there. And then Burnley were another another adventure, which were in a different way, because I were older player then, and I, I think I influenced other players then with me with me experience. But Sheffield United, like I say, I could have gone for more money somewhere else, and oh, what would happen then? Nothing would ever took away from what playing at Sheffield United and what it were like. So, do you remember your your first Still City derby? Uh, yeah, I do. I do. I've got a most ridiculous photo from that after with the, with the shorts, which were like 
there well, sort of thing. Little so, ones then, but we, we, play, we played them and it was first derby for 21 years in top flight against each other, 1991. <laughs> we played them on a Sunday, one o'clock, was it one o'clock kickoff? Yeah, at Bramall Lane. We were bottom of the league, obviously, and they were good. They had Sheridan, Chris Woods in goal. Uh, I, th was Carlton, uh, John, I think Carlton were playing then, Roland Nielsen, all these top, top players. And they they were, we'd heard that they were going to be taking bets and how many they were going to be up by half time <laughs> and all like that. But what we'd got were a magic ingredient for, we had Dane Whitehouse, Mitch Ward, Carl Bradshaw and myself all, all from Sheffield. So for us to play all blades as well, to play was just the most unbelievable thing. And I remember it, we kicked off and, and I remember first rumble and I, th I think what Erste, David Hurst played, went, tried to go through Simon Tracy and it, he, all the lads were on it. And when I said Nigel Jemson, Nigel Jemson's come flying into this melee and I, I, I had a little fallout with him past. So I've like shoved him away and he's, he stood behind about five of theirs going, I'm not scared of you. I'm not scared of you. You <laughs> will be in a bit, mate. Don't worry about that. And it all kicked off and that did it. I remember Roland Nielsen, who was Swedish fullback, great player, putting up for that day. And he, and he came into it and he looked like a rabbit in headlights as if to say, oh my God, what is going on here? Yeah. And we were like, we were like, sort of thing. And then we went one nil up just before half time. They had a nightmare. And then uh, Sid scored Dane Whitehouse. And then Dino scored second half, 2 nil. And it was just that final whistle blew. And it's probably the best day of my life. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. Because all family were there. Everybody who had grown up with were, were Sheffield United fans. And to beat that lot from other side at City yeah. was just amazing. And I remember running that tunnel. And then thinking, no, I need, I need to get a picture of this. And at Sheffield United, there's a there's a scoreboard. I don't know if the, I don't think there's there behind goal like we we a clock. And I went out and I stood in front of it and I got official photographer to do it. And it says United two Wednesday nil. And that were it. That's yeah. that's done me first. You still got it? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, I'm women love it. <laughs> you should see, you see me big strong thighs with these little shorts, brownie. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I was going to say, do you think that the fact you had so many Sheffield lads and who knew oh, yeah. what that game meant yeah. to win you the game? Oh, definitely. Without doubt, it did. We were nowhere near as good as them. They were a real good football yeah. inside. Some great players. But as football is, sometimes you, you want it more than them. Yeah. And then the celebrations after that was just, I remember being in a pub in Sheffield and there were Rottweiler dancing on pool table in a Sheffield United scarf and all sorts <laughs> of big three, honestly. It weren't what's his name, with, with, and, and, with toilet and, roll items. No, no, it weren't Barnes, I thought. <laughs> and it went on, it went on for a week. These will tell you, it went on for a week and um, we had Tottenham away following week, Lineker and all and everything. So from Sunday, Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, we're just out all the time. Come on, lads, ring, phone call, we're out. And we'd go everywhere and blades would be, oh, drink, 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 drink. And then obviously they were like, better sober up a bit. We've got to go to Tottenham <laughs> on, on Saturday to play. So we've gone down there and beat them 1-0. So you can imagine like that, coming back to Sheffield and like getting there and it was then straight out, tracksuits on. And my dad had a pub near ground, quarter of a mile. So I said, come on, 
I did. I said, well, not good to me dance because we'll leave me dance alone. And we went up and down London Road drinking. And I remember there were a pub called Pheasant and I'm in there. Don't know what time it would have been. We got back and I fell off barstool, pissed. So I'm, I'm like, bump. I stayed at my mum and dad's that night. It's a Sunday morning. Comes down, gets a coffee. Dad went, need a word with you. I said, all right. He said, I think you've got a drink problem. <laughs> I went, you are? He went, I think you've got a drink problem. <laughs> he said, what do you mean you think I've got a drink problem? Ken's rung me front pheasant, you fell up barstool. <laughs> I went, hang on, dad, hang on, dad. I've had the best week of my life in football. We've been Sheffield Wednesday 2 0 on Sunday. I said, then we've gone to Tottenham, Lineker, Gordon Jury, Gary Mabber, all them. We just beat them 1 0. And Ken says, I've, I've got a drink. And you said, I've got a drink problem. So fair off a barstool, you can bollocks. I said, if that's a drink problem, bring it on. We'll have another six points. <laughs> But honestly, my dad, my dad, he did, he pulled me in, he went, I think you got a drink problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there's something we uh, write in, on, in envelopes or something. Yeah. At the start of every yeah. season. And yeah. So what Bassett used to do, not like Brendan Rogers, but Harry used to like get us in. And, and to be fair, Harry, as much as we played, people said dog and duck, get it forward and all like that. He was um, he was massive into like new ideas, sports science, video analysis. I mean, our video analysis, I'll come back to envelopes in a minute. Our video analysis used to be, right, we're going to, because he had lads like Carl Bradshaw who had, a, who had a, um, probably a, a concentration span of five seconds, he had to keep him involved. So we'd be watching, it'd be hilarious because we'd have, we'd, we'd be watching AC Milan defend and, you know, squeezing in and all like that. We were dogging up, but we were watching Maldini and Baresi and all like that. And you'd be watching this and you'd be like, fucking hell, five minutes, five minutes. Next thing on screen, it'd be porn. <laughs> oh, <laughs> recorded oh, over it. Honestly, <laughs> shagging on, shagging like, all lads would be like, fucking what's going on here? Like, and, and like, lads, are, oh, go on, yeah, <laughs> Next thing, boom, you're back onto watching like squeezing in front back and they're like, oh, <laughs> exactly. Again, lads are going, come here. So like, you'd be like, what the, oh, you'd be watching football thinking, when's he on again? Like, and then like five minutes later, Tommy Cooper, Tommy Cooper would be on and doing a sketch for like two minutes and like, like one of his funnies, and you'd be watching that and then, and then it'd be back to another thing watching. And then he'd be back to put... So just keep your attention? Yeah, to keep your attention. And and honestly, it works. <laughs> <laughs> Lads would be like, fuck. I'd imagine there a few, a few yeah. hands slipping down the shorts. <laughs> right there. So anyhow, back to envelopes. What, what what you used to do is set your, um, set your, like, your goals for the season. So like whoever it were, so Brian Dean, I'd be like, I want to I get an England cap. I want to score 20 goals this season. Mine would be like, establish myself in team, score more goals from midfield, goalkeeper, like clean sheets. Uh, Alan Kelly would be clean sheets and uh, get more caps of Republic and all like that. So end of season, you'd go in a room and, right, let's have a look. Yeah, Dino, 17 goals, an England cap, brilliant. Yeah, Jamie, yeah, you've, you've got yourself in team, need more goals from you. Kells, yeah, kept your clean sheets, that. This one particular player, he said to him, uh, no, 
not done any of them. Not done any of them. He went, I fucking have. He said, well, you haven't been captain. He went, no, bro, I've shagged my sister-in-law. True list. I should really be laughing at that. Oh, <laughs> Now, whether he had, whether he had, is just a, but that was just the sort of thing what we what we what we were in, and he was like, "Oh my God, Jesus Christ!" <laughs> he probably anti just to break the break the thing up. We're like, "Oh, it's a bit intense this football." <laughs> oh, <man. sighs> uh, so, did you leave before Harry then, or no? Harry got rid of me. Yeah. Harry got rid of me. Yeah, um, yeah, I. Um, uh, that season we went down, lost to Chelsea, obviously, last kick at game. Uh, I stayed a little bit into next season. Um, and then Burnley came in for me. Um, and like Harry, I were out of Harry's plans then. And it were like, right, um, you know, they, they've come in, they want you to go on loan. Do you, do you fancy doing that? And to be fair, we played Burnley in FA Cup. Uh, where they brought 9,000 to Bramall Lane like, and they were a Division 3 team then. And he was like, wow, this is a club. I like this, passionate and everything. So I went um, I went on loan and um, I, I, my first game was Sunderland away, actually. Steve Davis, one of my best, one of my best mates, he, he was suspended. They said, will you come and play centre-half? I said, yeah, of course I will. So we, we stayed at this beautiful like castle place near Sunderland. I, I can't remember, don't know what they called it. So these Adrian Heath, Alan Harper, uh, Tony Phillips, Kirk, all these in, in so come down for dinner. And like I'd come from Sheffield United where I say Harry were massive into like sports science. So it were pasta, soup, you have your snacks at 10 o'clock, then bed, and then in the morning, you know, all like this. So I'm like, right, great stuff. So I've sat down and we're all sat there and waiters come around and gone, what would you like to drink, sir? I said, could I have a... Um, an, an orange and lemonade, please. And I can see, like, Adrian Heath looked at me and Arps. Oh, you know. <laughs> uh, what would you like to say? Oh, can I have a nice glass of red, please? Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, can I have two, two halves of lager rather than one? Because we can't have pints. And he went around the <laughs> table like this. And I'm thinking, fucking hell. Anyhow, the menu's coming. I'm thinking, there's a lot on there, really. You know, it's usually... And what would you like to have to, well, can I just have the uh, the soup, please, and the uh, the pasta? I can see it, lads looking. Uh, what would you like, sir? Could I have the uh, mules marinara, please? And uh, could I have my steak uh, medium rare? And, the, <laughs> and it went round like this, and they're all, yeah, yeah, great. Oh, and another glass of red, please. And I'm like thinking, what the fuck's going on here? Like, <laughs> went on all night. They're all, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, don't matter. Jimmy Motley loves us. Having a drink before game. <laughs> you know, like, so anyhow, the rafts. I'm thinking, all right, no problem. I'll, I'll keep to what I'm doing. So Clive Middlemass were assistant. I said to Clive, <clears throat> Clive, um, what what goes on, you know, with breakfast? Breakfast, lad. Breakfast? Nobody gets up for breakfast. He said, I do. Come and read me paper. I went, yeah, but Clive, you know, breakfast, like, everybody's got to have. No, no, lad. We have brunch at 11 o'clock when everybody's been for a walk. So I'm thinking, oh, that's all right. Bit of toast and eggs and beans and everything. I've walked, you know, we've gone for this walk. So I've come down for my breakfast, had that. Gone for this walk, we've come back in. This brunch table was, you'd, you'd love it, Parker. You should have <laughs> signed for Burnley. Bacon, sausage, ash browns, black pudding, white pudding, fried eggs, beans, mushrooms, everything. It went full English. 
Oh, lads. Oh, yeah, we have this. <laughs> so you boots. We have this. It's brilliant. <laughs> so I'm thinking, fucking hell, what have I signed for here? So anyhow, we've turned up at Sunderland. Great stuff. Name, team, Jimmy. And um, I've, gone for a, I've gone for a tittle before the game. And big John Gale, I don't remember it, big centre centre forward he was. Built like unbelievable. He's opened ice bucket. He said to me, uh, get this. And his bottle of whiskey. I said, oh, no. All right, Gailey, I, I, I don't do that. Because <laughs> players used to have a nip, a nip yeah. of whiskey. I don't, I don't know. That. But they did. They used to have a nip of whiskey before they played. So I've gone, no, no, I'm all right. He went, no, no. That's for manager and chairman. I went, you what? He went, you'll see. So anyhow, <laughs> we've gone out, played really well, got a nil-nil draw at, at, at Roker. Great place to play. Fantastic. Dressing room, beautiful Walt wooden panelling and all like that. So we've come in after. Jimmy Mullen's manager, I'm thinking, okay, where is he? Like, where is he? Door bursts open, like, and he, he's coming. I have brilliant bloke, Jim, like, fucking brilliant bloke. He's coming and he's hit every panel as he's coming. <laughs> brilliant! And he's grabbing <laughs> players and he's like, oh, yeah, brilliant beauty and all like this. I'm thinking, fucking hell, this is a bit like, oh, he's grabbing everyone, oh, what a result and all like this. I'm thinking, <laughs> Hell, Jim, there's a Neil Miller Sunderland like. <laughs> so he's like, done this. And he's like, not slurring, but like, you know, shouting a bit and all like this. And I'm thinking, okay, now he's, uh, anyhow, come for me shower. Gailey's open ice bucket, said, told you, gone. Full <laughs> bottle of whiskey. Gone. And the chairman did it half time before game and whatever. And he must have took it and done some after. <laughs> How long was it after the whistle that he walked in, roughly? Oh, probably about three or four minutes. Like, well, a long time as you're sitting there as players. Yeah. And I'm thinking, what the fuck have I signed here? Like, <laughs> I'd come on loan, to be fair. I'd come on loan and, um, and, and I'm thinking, wow, this is, this is interesting. But they were a great... And then my next game after that was Sheffield United. Live Sunday afternoon. Live Sunday afternoon, so... Playing? Yeah. Oh, so they didn't put it in the... No, so I've played. We've beaten 4-2 and I've scored. Scored an absolute, one of my best goals. I'll throw the edge at box. Past brother-in-law, who he's now my brother-in-law, he weren't then, Alan Kelly, in goal, best one ever. So then Burnley are saying, right, we need you to sign. We need. We want you to sign. I said, fucking, I want to sign. It's great. I love it. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> so I've, I've gone in. And once again, it, it didn't take long for me to sign. It weren't, I'd, I'd leaving Sheffield United, who were, who were actually, yeah, same division, but Burnley were just come up, signed for the same money, same everything, did it. Went home. I got a phone call from Mike, Mark Blackburn, who was secretary at Burnley. It's a bit of a problem. I said, what? He went, Sheffield United have faxed through and said that um, you didn't uh, give up your signing on fee when you signed. So they never asked me to. I said, yeah, but the, he said, but the, the secretary's saying he thought you would have done. Oh, yeah, of course I would. Yeah. He said, well, they're not happy at all. They want to take you to a tribunal. I said, come on. it's me." I said, Mark, it's my hometown club. I'm not, for what it was, it weren't a lot of money in the grand scheme of things. I said, no, I'm not doing it. They can take me. So as it was, I'd, I'd signed for Burnley. I'd got this hanging over and he took me to tribunal at Lytham. And I went in and Mark, Mark were brilliant. And I had Brandon, um, what's his name? Batson, Brandon Batson, who was 
the PFA, he, he, he stood up for me, went through all thing and we won't case. Well, so Sheffield United are trying to... Yeah, because they said I should have signed a waiver and should have signed my thing. I said, no, I signed my contract, you knew. And they were then saying, no, 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 no. He'd, he'd messed up, really. At Sheffield United's yeah, end. Yeah, he'd messed up at Sheffield United's end and trying to get me to get money back. Ah, so, right. so it's, this is just after the start of the season. And yeah, right, yeah. I've got you. So then, because um, <clears throat> when you start, when if you hadn't asked for a transfer, you got all your money, all your signing on fees, because you they want to get rid of you. Yeah. So they give you. That's how it worked back then. So we've come out of this tribunal, and Chef United Secretary, you fucking this, and he's having a right go at me. You're a disgrace. I said, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. I'm a chef. No, 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 you've messed up. And yeah, week later, I get a letter off Chef United saying, could you please um, give back all your training kit you've got, all your kit bags you've got, and may I ask you not to visit Bramall Lane unless on official business with Burnley. And they banned me, Chef United banned me from my hometown club. So I drove down week after, went into reception, and Michaela were a receptionist. And I went, Michaela, got a present for you. And I got all my stuff. And I just chucked it all in reception. I went, there you go. That's what the club think of me. And drove off. I'd got a BMW then, I ain't got an AX. <laughs> <laughs> things were looking up. <laughs> things were looking like, Oh, fuck, is here, lock the door. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to get all stuff in that park. <laughs> So that, did that the bin it... bag like a bottle or did it scatter everywhere? Oh no, I made sure it scattered. Yeah. Went everywhere, yeah. So did that sort of... Oh, it did for a bit. Tinge it for yourself? Yeah, it for did. A... It did for a bit, yeah. Yeah. Even though I was a Chef United fan, it still did because I thought, no, no, hang on a minute. You can't, you, you shouldn't be doing that. That's somebody's mistake. And I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't go, oh, if I sign this quickly, I'm going to get away with it. Mm. Like, yeah. I think it was 15 grand. You know what I mean? Bloody hell. Grand so, things. I take it's not the case now. You can go back now. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm all right now. <laughs> yeah, did you not see when we did that one? Did come in with glasses? <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Blown yeah. wig. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to be quick, lad. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll go back looking like Tony Curry. <laughs> <laughs> this Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. <laughs> But Just to go back to, did you get involved with the sticks and the couple of beers before a game at any point then? No, never. You I'll, I'll be honest, Parky, I was, I were a right boring bleeder, really. I'd, I'd, I think because I'd been brought up at Man City with Tony Buck and this professionalism that you never drunk two days before, you never did that, you had to look after yourself, be disciplined. That would that were my old, that were me. I ne and I never did. I never did. Stick I would have, I would have really, it would have really played on my conscience. I'll be honest. My feelings, you just had a little yeah. steak. Yeah. Oh, no, not the steak. No, I mean, yeah, no, I never got into that really. But the drink and all like that, never. Mm. To it be fair, when I were at, <laughs> saying that, when we were at Man City, when I were a young, young kid playing at reserves at 16, 17, me and Paul Simpson, we'd play at night for Man City's reserves and our, our pre match then until we realised that we bet used to be putting chips, peas and gravy at lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, I think looking at that now, one of my things, through my career, what people people don't remember me for me goals or you know me me Cruyff turns or me whatever they remember me about being sick, 
and I think what I used to have then were a thing. What I used to I used to be sick all the time when I were on pitch playing at half time and before games. No, oh yeah, at Burnley, the, you know the long side, which is now the James Argreaves stand. When I were, when I first went there, it used to be that it used to be all standing away fans and everything, and. With nerves, I, I never used to appear nervous. I'd sit in dressing room, read programme, but then as soon as I'd come out onto the pitch and I knew we were playing, that were it. It were like, and Longside used to wait for me. So as, I, <laughs> as I'm like, I used to go on my own. When I first signed on loan, Marlon Beresford were like, get him off, get doc, get the doctor on. And, and no, no, it's all right. We're not, I'm, Marlon, I'm all right. And I used to go like that and Longside used to go <laughs> and as I was sick they go hey again and again like that but you just know why for the fun oh yeah I'd be like that <laughs> well then other centre forward would be like fucking what's this <laughs> and then at half time I would say I'd be like they'd be doing the talk and so like lads we've got a bit you could hear me back like being sick I was shocking We've had, we've had a couple, couple of lads. Really, on really bad term. with nerves, <clears throat> and it used to really. Even hit. though you were sort of back end of your career. Oh yeah, so. yeah, it went all the way through, Parker. Yeah, yeah. It used to be a thing where I, I weren't nervous about playing. It weren't. It was just the whole build up and the occasion of going on there. What just used to hit me. And like, oh, I've been sick on some brilliant pitches. <laughs> you know, all well, them, them fans who go, oh, yeah, I visited 92 clubs. I've been sick on 92. <laughs> Beat that. <laughs> but yeah, some of the lads who I've played with have gone, get, God, help him, fucking help him. Like, he's, no, no, I'm all right. Don't worry, I'm all right. Yeah. So what, Stan, turn at the manager then? No, no, I had, um, <laughs> I had Jimmy, Jimmy Mullen, and then I had Chris Waddle. So Jimmy were, Jimmy were great, but um, it were, we were going through a bad time and club got relegated and then it just plateaued and it were all off. And, and so Jimmy's time were up. We had a demonstration by fans. It's funny because like Everton fans were walking out last, last night in game and it, it brought it home to me. Tony Livesey, who, who, who um, does Radio 5 commentary, he's a big Burnley fan. And when I used to, I used to do a radio show on Radio Lancashire called Jamie's Marvellous People, where I interviewed people. So I got, I did all sorts, Jim Bowen, the fucking, I had, I had them all done. I did, oh, Steve Norman, who's played Saxford, Spandau Bali, I had all these people. So I had Tony Livesey. I thought, brilliant. He went, um, remember when that protest were on? I said, when, when like 33 minutes past three, they were going to like protest. He said, I was the instigator. You are? He went, yeah. I set the firework off outside ground, which meant it was time to do it. So what happened were we're playing crew at home and fucking uh, 33 minutes, this firework goes up or the whole stadium turns the back on play. Fucking whole stadium. We're playing and they, they refuse to watch the team. But what I always said to Tony Livesey is, for that three minutes they turned the back, we were like fucking Real Madrid and Barcelona put together. <laughs> we were brilliant. No pressure. At 3.36, we were back to meet Dog and Milk. <laughs> so after that, it all like then, they were get manager out, get all like that. And poor old Jimmy went for a takeaway with his missus uh, in local Chinese and they tried to set fire to his missus's dress. Burnley fans. That was a bit heavy, isn't it? Yeah, no, yeah. Oh, Unbelievable, yeah. I mean, it was quite a nice dress. And, see <laughs> and they did so. 
then he finished, Jimmy finished. Adrian Heath came in a little bit and then he, he went back to Everton. Uh, and Inchy were brilliant. Inchy had John Ward with him and he were bubbly and Wardy did up coaching and it were great. And then Chris came in and like, I'd played against Chris when he were at Sheffield Wednesday, fantastic player. Um, you're not but, liking because of the Sheffield Wednesday? No, no, he were, no, I, I loved him as a player. Did, you know, obviously Sheffield Wednesday thing, yeah. The, but I thought, brilliant, playing for Chris Waddle, brilliant. What, you know, what a thing. Brought Glenn Roder with him, Sid Cowens, Gordon Cowens, who's one of the best blokes you could ever meet in football, and Chris Woods, who's another legend, Woodsy, brilliant. So he's, he's come in this particular day, and we'd been running it morning. Clyde Middlemass had said to us, right, we're running. We're, we're, we're going to do some running. And he said, new manager's coming this afternoon, so we'll do some more shoes. He just wants to meet you this afternoon. So he's run his bollocks off, like, in the morning. And you're thinking, oh, new manager, right? Grow out with him. Anyhow, he said, uh, we've got this thing about one o'clock. Alan Harper comes down and went, lads, you need to put your kit back on. What do you mean? He went... He's here, he's, he's here and uh, he wants to uh, he wants to do some training. So he's thinking, oh, it's Chris Waddle. He'd be like, nice, technical, bit of football. And, and he went uh, back down back down to Gawthorpe. So we've walked down over the bridge and he's there. And straight away, you're thinking, he's had, he's had a meeting with us and he went, right, you lot thought you did well last season. We missed playoffs by, I think, two points because John Ward had left and it went a bit... You think you've done all right, you're fucking nobodies and all like this. And we're sat, I'm back thinking, I don't know, I've played against you. There's Vince Overson, there's Nigel Gleghorn, there's a few of us. Glenn, Glenn were another one and he went, right, we're going to do some running this afternoon. You think, all right, no problem, do some running. And I'm not being funny. It was the most pointless, um, ridiculous running that I've ever done in my life. And it was, full length at pitch was one run. And then, you, you jogged to halfway line and then you had to... Do, no, half, half a pitch was one run, jogged, and then two was full length and you built up to 10 with a half a pitch resting each, each between and you did 10 and then came back down. And I swear to God, there were lads just flaking. It was like some... You've never... There were people just flaking out and and in and like at first you're running, you're running and then and you're just like... You, you were like finishing a marathon yeah. you were like that and you're thinking what are you doing this for what are you doing and he, he, that's his first day yeah and, and straight thinking, away when he's in his first meeting if he's saying you're nobody's oh he did you see you've nobody's you lot you've done nothing and you think you're this and you think hang on a minute fucking hell this is this is league what you've not played in here so he, then he's took over and he's bombed he's bombed us completely out all experienced players he's playing he's playing left wing he's playing left midfield he's playing centre forward he eventually played sweeper He's thinking, what are you doing here, Chris? And you'd lose on a Saturday and he'd go, um, right, see you next Wednesday or Thursday. And he just, and lads would be going, but we're losing, we need to, we'd come in. We, that's why I got into a lot of my coaching because we'd finish up coaching. We're playing at reserves and we coached ourselves. Our reserve team manager were Gordon Cowens and Gordon got it first team. <laughs> 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 Sid got it first and went, see you lads. <laughs> so we were left on his own. So we had to take, we had to like do ourselves and keep momentum going and all like that. But yeah, you're not playing. No, no, no. We're playing at reserves. I mean, we we went we went to um, Ireland, went to Ireland, uh, Newcastle, beautiful, sleeve Donard. And we'd been the year before, we, didn't you? 
And it were it were brilliant. Like we played games, but Inchy like loved a drink and loved to be with like, right, lads, yeah, you got you got your curfew till twelve. Make sure you're in by two. Like we're in for a drink. <laughs> and lads loved it. And but the thing is, we won every game pre-season. We started season, I think we won first four games, we were flying. <laughs> so we've gone over to Ireland with him, honestly. And uh, Waddle's gone, right. Uh, I believe it were an absolute shambles last year when you come over here. Um, he said, won't be like that, this. No drinking, no going out of hotel. We're just here to do football. And we went, right, okay then. We didn't win first. I don't think we scored for eight matches first season, uh, first eight games at season. I don't think we won for about 10 and everything. And everybody just went like that. Yeah. And you're thinking, come on. And to be fair to him, I mean, I see, I see him now and everything and never talk about that, Burnley. But I think it was just one where it, I want it, I'm a manager. I mean... For his first job? Yeah, and his last. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we had a, we had a centre-half. We had a centre-half called Mark Wynn Stanley. Now, Beef were quick, but give him a football, it was not his friend. It was not his friend. The long side who used to go, ooh, and me used to call him whoosh. Because when he kicked it, it whooshed into the long side. <laughs> like one game we played, uh, Peter Swan, big Swanee, centre-half. Yeah. So us three played at back. And Swanee said, from kickoff, he said to me, he said, what I want you to do, give me the ball straight away. I'm going to put it on Beef's right foot. Because he, he, he could not kick with his right foot. I said, fucking hell, Swanee. You can't do that, Swanee. I said, do not. He said, no, no, be all right. Listen, we'll just do it for a laugh. Kicking off, we're playing Wickham at home. <laughs> so I've gained ball and he's wrapped it at beef and he took a touch of his right foot, which has come off him like over there. Martin Carruthers has seen it, broke straight away, we're one nil down after 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Good laugh though. Oh, oh no, I was once at Swanny, I went, what the fuck is what he's like? Luckily, we won 5 1. We got back in it. He never touched ball again. <laughs> but just to give you a feel of beef, like he, he hated football. It weren't his passion at all. You know, he'd rather watch cartoons and thing. So Waddle starts coaching him. So we're there one afternoon, and he said, he'd, he'd obviously played at Marseille with Papan, one of the best centre forwards in the world. And he said, Right, what I want you to do, when I played with Papan, he said, Papan used to go, like that, point that way, but he'd want the ball the other way. So when I do that, Mark, I want you to play me the ball. He could see fucking come across him, be like, <laughs> oh my fucking word. <laughs> so this went on for about an hour and a half. Him trying to play balls to Papang. Waddle's <laughs> going like that. Beast, like, oh my God. And he's like, and. The, the point of the story is he couldn't realise who he were coaching and he was just trying to teach stuff which were miles high up. It was, we were, get it forward, get second balls and get it in box sort of thing. And he, and he, couldn't, he could not relate to that. How long did he last? He did season. He did season. He eventually brought everybody back. And Glenn were one of the first ones. I know Glenn spoke about it um, with, with him, like Glenn Roder at um, a fans forum saying he's not fit to lace his boots. And Glenn had been brilliant. Glenn had done superb for us because he were an outlet and he'd got a bit of craft and guile to him. And it were like, you can't say that because we're, we're a second division team, first division. And this kid's done brilliant for us. And Chris Waddle's ended his career and, you'd, you'd, and eventually brought him back. And he brought me back. Only, only a sub. 
And it's one of my things where I finished up in, in on a on a, a fans page in the 50s great like 100 greatest uh, claret moments. I'm number 50. It's not for a goal. It's not for a tattle. It's for fetching a pie. <laughs> so <laughs> I like it. I yeah. like it. <laughs> so we're playing. We're playing Bristol Rovers away, and um, Waddles obviously put me on bench. He's playing Glenn Rhodes' coach. Oh I, oh, I didn't like Glenn. He had an arrogant thing about him. He used to come back from England camps telling us how Incy had done this step over. And I'm thinking, fucking Martin Smith Stanley can't kick ball five yards. You need to teach him that. <laughs> <laughs> so he said, like, warm up, warm up. So at Bristol Rovers, I don't know if you know, like these, where away fans are, it's uncovered there. Yeah. So they've come down from Burnley. So I'm warming up. East European warm up. <laughs> I fucking touch toes and all that. I've heard this. Jamie, Jamie. I said, what? Look round. What? Go and get us a pie. Hey, what do you mean? Go, I'm fucking starving. We couldn't stop on the way down. I'm starving. Will you go and get us a pie? So I've looked at Rhoda. I thought, fuck yeah. So yeah, we'll do. And like, I think about it now. And like, if I, when I were coaching, if one of my so he's gone here, here's a quid. So I've given this quid. The problem is, it weren't just there. It was where where we were on side. Then you had to go behind goal, and the Cornish pasty van were in far corner. <laughs> <laughs> so off I go, East European warm up. Looking <laughs> behind goal, got to the side there behind goal, and I've got like. Ten yards from van, and I thought I can't, I can't be going up and going. Excuse me, can I have a pile of fleas in me in my substracts and everything? So I've seen ball boy. So I said, "Listen, can you go and get us a pie?" And he's looked at me. Hey, what? Shouldn't you? Like, he's thinking, shouldn't you be warming up? Said, Just get us a pie. All right, no problem. So he's took pound off me. He's gone over to the van, and I can see him like going like this. He comes back. He went the one pound twenty five. <laughs> So I've said to him, oh, please. And I've looked at a woman, please, just, uh, it's for a fan up there. And she's like looking at me as if to say, fucking, what, you, what, have you finished up here? <laughs> so eventually he's got this. So I've got this red hot Cornish pasty. I'm doing me East European <laughs> warm up, all the way behind net like that. Fucking fans are going back. Oh, he's got it. Glenn Roder has looked at me and just stared. Obviously, I didn't get on. <laughs> <laughs> but we but, got, we got it dressing room, and I'm thinking, fucking, what are you doing here? But I'd, I'd, I'd lost all respect. You, I hated, yeah, I hated playing for them. I'm thinking they're going to hammer me. I'm going to get a week's wages. Never said a word to me. Never said one word. And I love, I love doing it. It was brilliant. Go <laughs> <laughs> get a pie. Yeah, go and get a pie. It is when they said to me, it's one pound twenty-five. <laughs> oh my god. That story of my life, that. I was like, I was like Austrian dancer in my lady rows. I've got 25p down here. Uh, we had a, a year at Scarborough after oh. that. Oh, yeah, I did. Had you, had you found the love for it again there, no? No, no, I completely, that's, that finished me. And I, I went up there, I was signing for Shrewsbury. I was signing for Shrewsbury, I was going there to play. And then I got a phone call on my way there from Mick Wadsworth saying, come up, I'll give you two years, I want you to be player coach. And I wanted to get it coaching. I thought, oh, brilliant. Mick's worked for FA, he's been a coach. I learned so much off him. 
I'll go, I'll go. And one of my best mates at the time, Liam Robinson, were playing up there and Baldrick said to me, come up, yeah, brilliant, you'll love it, you'll love it. He said, but whatever you do, don't look at chairman's hair. <laughs> I went, you what? He went, you'll see. Driven all the way up. So I've driven all the way up to Scarborough. All the way, because weren't, they weren't even that link road then. It like, going up there. So uh, I've gone in, little scar, I've walked into the door. And uh, I, uh, I mixed like, all right, oh, great. I'm glad you've come up, lad, and all that big battle. Meet the chairman, John Russell. Hiya, John. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Hiya, John. I can see myself stop. You know, like them faulty towers, don't mention Germans. Volker's hair, but I'm looking at it. <laughs> and it with the old spray. It got like mullet, but spray on top like that. And I'm just like, oh my God. Now I know why he said it. And he must, have talk, he must have talked to me for 15 minutes and I never looked at him. I'm just looking at the top of his head. Like, oh my God. Uh, and, he, and from that day, really, one, once I'd seen his hair, I must have known, really, <laughs> what am I doing here? It was the biggest nightmare of my life. <laughs> biggest nightmare. I went up, Mick, Mick were an archetypal Yorkshireman, miserable. He'd, I, he'd want me there Monday morning to go through games on Saturday. And he, he just, what are we going to do? What we go I'm thinking, I've had Dave Bassett. I've had like Jimmy, managers who'd like, and I've got Mick who were like, what are we going to do? What are we going <laughs> to Fucking hell, you're manager. <laughs> got Ray McHale who were, who were a great bloke, busy and wanted, but Mick had to, oh, what are we going to do? How are we going to get out of this? <laughs> Fucking hell, you work with Bobby Robson, like. <laughs> and then... It, I, I, were all the, I were there all that time, never did a day's coaching, never let me take a session. He went, the club went into turmoil then because as we found out, John Russell were a right crook and with wages and all like this and blah, blah, blah. And then a bloke took over called Anton Johnson and suddenly we stopped getting paid. So you're up there and like we were, we were at bottom, we were at bottom as well. So you're struggling and you're not getting paid. And then the Saints was right. When we have an home match, um, we're on this Monday, get into get into the ground for half nine. Thinking, all right, they're going to use you because we'll give you your cash. I'm thinking, I'm going back to Sheffield United here. We're all <laughs> loose change at five pence, and that's how they paid you. And they said, we'll give you half an hour then to get to the bank in Scarborough to pay you pay your cash into bank. Your wages, basically. Yeah, your wages. And that's what they do, wait for a thing. They take all tax out, so it were all, but then you'd have this money. So you're driving into Scarborough, getting into bank and, and, and doing that. And it was just an absolute disaster. And then we went to the last, we got it, actually, we did brilliant, because Colin Addison came in um, and he brought Nathan Jones, actually, who's Luton's manager. Uh, and a few others, Tony Parks, who played for Tottenham in goal, he came, were brilliant. And we got to the last match to survive. And if we beat Peterborough, we would have stayed up, but they were going for promotion. They were a good side. We drew one all with them. And we then Carlisle were playing. Carlisle were playing Plymouth. And I'll never forget it. We were sat in the dressing room after, and they were still going on. And Steve Ryder come on telly. And he went, there's been a goal at Carlisle. And I went, we fucked. And Jimmy Glass had come up and scored. Goalkeeper yeah. oh, had scored volley. Yeah. And that sent you down? Yeah. Jimmy Glass, yeah. So I'd 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 lost I'd lost my passion then for football. So I'd I'd said to him, listen, I've got a year left. 
just pay me, pay me five months or something. I'll, I'm happy with that. And John was, oh yeah, we'll do that for you. And he gave me one check and, and they still owe me rest of money now. They were just like horrible. It were a horrible thing. And you know, like somebody once said to me, in fact, Kevin Gage, we used to go out every, after every end of season, me, Alan Kelly and Billy Mercer for a drink and he'd work first one to pack in. And we said, how can you pack in playing? He said, you'll know, you'll know time. And at 33, I'd had date neops and all like that. It were like, fucking hell, it's time to pack in here. I've lost, I've lost that sparkle. To, yeah. to, I loved training. I loved everything about it being in, and it weren't there. And I had non-league clubs getting in touch, saying, "We'll give you this much money." And I just knew that if I go there, I weren't going to be hundred percent. And if I weren't hundred percent, I was shit. I'll be <laughs> honest. I had to get. I one of them. I had to be at it all time, or else it, I'd be a disaster. So Scarborough finished me. It absolutely finished me, and it were a, it were a bad it were a bad mistake to do in in a way. But um, sign side of it, yeah, yeah. But did you always when you finished? Did you always have aspirations to stay in the game? And yeah, yeah, always, always. I um, think about when I played. Obviously, these two never saw me play. I couldn't. I weren't quick. I weren't. I got people to do what I wanted them to do for me. So, yeah. you know what I mean? As I got older and my knees would give me still, I could tell people what to do and they did it for me, which were brilliant. So I always knew that if I can get into my coaching, I'd, 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 uh, I'd do it sort of thing. So it was one of them lucky things. Um, did you get but, a lot of satisfaction from it? From coaching. I loved it. Yeah. Loved it. I get loved... the spark back. I don't... Yeah. Yeah. I for did. The game yeah. I did. I did. Yeah. It was, it was brilliant. It was great. Um, I mean, I was lucky. I was lucky clubs I went to. Rochdale were a great club working with Steve Parkin. I don't know if you've come across Parkin. Oh, aye. Twat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Twat. Yeah. yeah, Parkin brought me in there and then my best mate took over as manager, uh, Paul Simpson, and I moved up to the first team with them, which were a nightmare because Simo were playing. Um, Simo were playing, so it was like I didn't, I didn't, I, I were involved too much, which I shouldn't have been. And then I went on youth side at Preston, which were which were a brilliant club, which I loved until a certain manager came and then it just became a fucking disaster. Yeah, well, Wesley. I, I, great, I mean, I remember Peter Ridsdale saying, oh, Graham Wesley's coming in. And everybody were like, Graham Wesley? Graham Wesley? <laughs> you know, like garlic bread. <laughs> Graham Wesley. And you think, right. And then he went, oh, yeah, and his assistant's coming, Dino and Mamaria. Well, Dino, I'd come across, because when I were at Burnley, he'd, he'd worked for Community Scheme. So he used to train with first team, Jimmy Mullen let him train. And Glenn Roder, first training session, Dino's training, and he went, uh, where are you from? And he went, Tunisia. And he went, no, no, where the fuck are you from? He went, oh, from Community. He went, no, you're not, get off. <laughs> and he kicked Dino out straight away, to kick Dino out. So Dino, I, Tunisia. he did, he went from Tunisia, he went, no, where the fuck are you from? He went, it's community scheme, get off. <coughs> but, but Dino, for me, you see, we're, we're a non-league player. So I never, I never really clicked with Dino, not, not, not my cup of tea. So he's walked into Preston with Graham Wesley and I was like, wow, oh my gosh. And John Dreyer, who, how, John was a lovely bloke, but how he got, associated with Graham Wesley, I'll never know. I'll never forget, we're outside our office. And he went, oh, Graham, Graham. And he walked past usually with his cup of tea and his shit blow wave. And he went, um, this is Jamie, Jamie. And he, and he turned around and he went, oh, pleased to meet you, Jeff. 
And I thought, what? <laughs> <laughs> and that's that where his first thing, that's why he called me Jeff. And he'd just been introduced to Jamie. I thought, mm, not my cup of tea. And he, he'd had, he just came. And I, I'd been brought up in football where values and professionalism were the main things about it. I mean, we'd had Alan Irving at Preston who were like, poor weren't he? And all like that. I'd had Simo there. I'd had even Fergie. Fergie had obviously got his dad's traits from United and wanted to be that. I'd been brought clubs of play. And then this bloke comes from non-league. And I weren't in on the meeting, but he tells them all like, you know, I'm a medal winner. I've done this. And I'm, I'm one of these. Whoever I work with and whoever, I'm, I look at the Wikipedia. So I've gone home. I thought, medal winner? Ismian League? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Ismian League? <laughs> you are? That's a beauty old champion under 12. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell, that makes me a Champion League winner. <laughs> so straight away, when he's talking to pros about this and that, and then he hears stories about how he's telling, um, you know, Yumi that he wants Cruyff, Tony Adams in a youth team match and left him for dead. And I'm thinking, what are you on about? And and uh, and how he was with, with everything. Just he used to turn up. He used to train at eleven, and he had this thing like, oh, "I work him hard. I do this with him." He used to turn up at five to eleven as the training at eleven in his Bentley, like, and he had this thing because I'm a millionaire, and and then he used to the we used to watch it, and I'm just thinking, you know, you try and pick something up from some manager, and I'm like. What can you pick up from him? It was just the word. How not to do it. Uh, well, yeah. Well, you can always pick some old Parker, you're right. And that were a thing where I thought, yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't treat him like that. Don't do that. Don't, 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 don't. <clears throat> and as season, as season went on, I knew I am, I'm out of here. I know he's going to get rid of me because I hate, I couldn't stand him. And every time Dino, I mean, I'll be honest, Dino used to walk past my office and I'd go, happy amateur, you're just an happy amateur. Like that. And that came from Tony it. Book. That Tony Book used to say that to some players at Man City. Yeah. Come from her. I did. I used to say, happy amateur. All you are is non-league. And that's where you're taking this club. I used to say it to him because you could see I'd, I'd got a feeling for it. I loved it at Preston. Six years I'd been there and it was brilliant. And then this bloke came in and he, he just, he was just like, he was signing players who, I think, I can't remember how old they were then. I'm thinking, I could play better than him now. I could... Uh, and then he was putting them in positions and he's accusing people of this, accusing, and you're just thinking, no, no, no. And and Peter Ridsdale stuck up for him, thought he were brilliant. And eventually, he, he, I, I, I mean, I remember I'd been on holiday and I got a phone call. Uh, everybody's got to come into the club tomorrow. Everybody, we're having a thing. And I walked in and Denise on reception, I said, I'm getting sacked today. And she went, of course you're not getting sacked. And I went up to see Ridsdale and Kevin Abbott and he went, we're having a restructure and uh, you're not part of it. I went, that'll do for me, Peter. So not a problem. <laughs> and I think he wanted me to kick off. He said, well, I know you don't like the manager. I said, mm, oh, that's, that's, that's what you think. But yeah, I thought, play this like that. <laughs> and he went, well, are you not? I said, no, Peter, you've been in the game. I've been in the game. I'm probably a lot longer than you. I said, that's football. If you want me out, get me out. I'm not bothered. I know it was a relief, actually, to yeah. get away. I've never worked with a more amateurish man in my life. Are you enjoying what you do now? I love what I do now. I, I love it, yeah. 
I mean, I went back to Sheffield United and I was doing under 18s and I, I thought this is my club again. And as soon as I'd walked in place, I knew it weren't what I'd left all them years ago. It had lost that thing. Danny Wilson, first team manager, absolute brilliant bloke, Morgs, all like that. But the academy hated him. The John Pembo were at Ed Academy who were leaving soon and all them hated him. And I'm thinking, how can you, there were no, and then we'd have team meetings on a, on a Friday about what's going on at weekend. And I'd be last under 18 coach. And like, they'd be going through, are they? And then, Jamie, everything all right for your game tomorrow? Yeah, fine, fine. Then I'd have under nine coach going, uh, just, uh, just something on your game last week uh, that you could press a little bit higher. Under nine coach telling me. <laughs> 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 I'm just like, sorry, what did you say? Yeah, I think if you can invert your wingers a little bit and get them in, Jamie, I think that'd be, uh, all right, I'll, put, I'll, I'll take that on board. <laughs> Are these two yours? Like, I don't believe it. And it just like, it, that got to me mentally. Like, I was like, and I thought. Had this kid played the game? Oh, no, of course he hadn't. No. None of them had. None of them had. Not not one of them had. Me and Unzi, I brought Unzi in head of coaching and we were like, the, the we'd walk in a room and room would go. It was like, you know, American Werewolf in London where they walk in that pub <laughs> and everything just stops and goes quiet. It was like that. Because like we were two eggs, went dead. So it was that were that were time to get out, and then I did a few other things, and then luckily got me got a chance to go scouting, and I think it helps being a Yorkshireman having an opinion and saying stuff with your scouting because it is you what you what you've got to bring to the table. Mm. You're at Everton now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, I, lo I do love it. It it is. It's. Uh, I mean, I've been lucky. I've I've, I've travelled world doing it. I've been to Brazil a couple of times, Chile, yeah. Peru, all Europe looking at players and doing stuff, places I've never, and, and brilliant it is. Uh, how does it, like, I've, I've no note about scouting. How does it actually work then? Who, find, like, who, who finds a player in Peru and says, uh, you'll go to Peru? Well, that, that can be through agents and stuff like that. But if there's tournaments on, like when I went to Peru, it was the South American under, I think that was under 17 tournament. So you're just going there to have a, have yeah. a look. And Not see. for any specific players. Not just really, no. There's up. some you know about and then just having a look like that, really. And would you just get a list and then forward that list on to... Would you do your reports, you're just massive reports all the time. So yeah. you, you'd, you'd do them on it and every player you'd, you'd do a little bit on and, and then follow them as, the, as they're coming through. And do you so, have... You would, in this report, would you go, he might be worth taking the chance on? Or something like that? Yeah, or, or certainly monitoring and see how see how he goes. Like, so, I mean, there's been a few from South America come through, aren't there, different clubs and, and stuff. But, you know, people go on about scouting, and this is another thing now, people go, oh, I found him, I did that. You, do, you don't, because really, the world's a small place now. Everybody yeah. knows who good players are. Mm. It's fitting them for your club, you yeah. know. A, somebody who might be right for Man City might not be right for Everton or Liverpool or whatever. It's just fitting them and then then getting them getting them done really. So imagine if you see somebody in Cuba and or wherever and you think, oh, he's there's got to be a second third opinion. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, so yeah. Oh yeah, you don't come back and go, yeah, we'll sign him. <laughs> Fucking hell, <laughs> I got him. That's a bit too much pressure. Got him. That, so I can get this lad. I've seen him play for Cuba. Put Rose and Crown in Cuba. <laughs> All we want is a bag of balls and some bibs. Honestly, we can get him over next week. <laughs> Only problem is he's 43. <laughs> oh dear. But there's three there, there already who's who've discovered him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Got yeah, opinions. Knows, yeah. He's yeah. discovered him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I saw yeah. Bad man. If you ever want anybody to go here, please, uh, no, for 
a ninth opinion. I'll, I'll call <laughs> Not a problem, Paul. Yeah. I can, yeah, I can see I'm that. I'm sure we'd have a good, we'd have a bit, a good bit of crack anyway. Well, we might have a laugh over <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. It, to be honest, it can be a lonely place. And like, when I'd, I'd, I'd picked up on your guys the other week, I'd been in Germany and I finished up doing 1,200 kilometres driving. So I'd been like right up there and then right down there. And I thought, right, what shite can I listen to on radio? <laughs> <laughs> and I put it on and honestly, it, it made me journeys go from like, I was traveling like three and a half, four hours. And they were going, and next thing I'm at place because it was just <laughs> listening. And it was just brilliant listening at some of the Like obviously I played with Bears and Mark Patterson and Glenn and just listening to stories were just fantastic to get through. Bring it all back. Yeah, it did. It did. It, did. it were like, Really like heartwarming, really listening to old days because, like, now it's a day. And it's funny listening to you guys going on about, well, oh, I had heard of him, I didn't know him, I didn't know that mm. about that player. And which you don't because you uh, think you think everybody's the same age as you. And but, like, from our era, and like some of the stories we've talked about, some of the things what went on, like, could never, ever, ever get away with and now. never will, ne again, no, nah. never, no, never, never will again. And I don't, and you know, Summit, I don't know if the players who play now. I'll have stories to tell as well. Oh, well, we'll be redundant, won't we? Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I I look back and people go, don't you wish you were playing now with money and everything? Yeah, of course you do. Want. But I tell you what. You had a better life. Oh, Matt, 17 years playing football with lads I played with and what experience I had and everything what I went through were just unbelievable. Mm. No, well, cheers, man, Jamie. Yeah, thanks no, for, enjoy, thank you, for coming thanks on. Thanks for having us. It's been that. brilliant. Really enjoyed thanks it. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.